SAFM Sports Special with John Herrika. Covering every win, every loss, every draw. Let's move on. 16 days of activism against women and children. It's, we're focusing a little bit on that in one of our interviews coming up later on in the program. And I look outside and I see Gary Player making his way towards the SAFM outside broadcast facility. We're at the Nedbank Golf Challenge, as I said, at a very, very hot Sun City. It's 39 degrees centigrade today at Sun City. They're predicting it to get a little bit hotter. Uh, plenty of hot sport to tell you about as well. Busy opening the doors. Gary Player arrives. We've got a special song lined up for Gary Player as well, which is great news. There's apparently Gary Player's favorite song. Gary Player, thanks so much for popping in. Are you well? Good, Gary. We're going to ask. We're going to have a sit-off competition, I think, a little bit later, Gary, as well. But we got a, we got a special song for you. I think Fricky's got it lined up, and uh, and apparently we've been talking to little birds, Gary. Yes. And and this is this is your song, apparently. Okay, let's hear. I hear it's your favorite song, eh? Barry White. Barry White, you like it? Uh, I tell you, that black man can sing, man. Like, nobody else can sing it. And I mean, it's just a shame that he's not alive today. Because he gave so many people such great pleasure. And at my birthday party, we had 300 people from all over the world. We had Rodan Keating, uh, Brian McFadden, and then our South African bands, and Johnny Clegg, and... We played Barry White's song, and it's just, uh, it's amazing. I love music. You've met some people in your life, eh? You know, it's incredible. <laughs> for a poor boy who came making 30 pounds a month for three years, and really, you know, struggling a great deal as a young kid, mm. to have dinner or played golf or been in the White House with every president in my time, with royal family, prime ministers, presidents, Emirs in the Middle East, and then also in the villages of Africa and in India with the poor people, where I learned as much from them as I did from the higher echelons. Uh, last time I saw you, you were at uh, the Soweto Country Club as well, changing yeah, that goal. Yes, well, we designed Soweto Country Club, and we've now had this wonderful day with all the people in Soweto and all the pros that I grew up with as a young man. And we had people there that are going to put money into a new clubhouse and, and make sure the course is in good condition. And we want to try and develop our own little Black Tiger Woods. Let, let's talk about Gary Clay. As you say, you, you struggle, but Nelson Mandela said the sport can change the world. It's something that you must, you must live. You're an example of that. Huh? Well, I endorse that. Uh, if you look at South Africa today, South Africa gets more publicity through golf than anything else. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a golf tournament being played every year, everywhere, every week, every day of the year, somewhere in the world. And we have all our South Africans, well-behaved, good players mm -hmm. representing South Africa, such well-mannered people, and really stamping South Africa on the world map.
Now, if we could get rid of our crime, we would have, instead of three to four million tourists a year, we'd have 20 million, and everybody would have a home, and everybody would have a job. But I don't see them doing anything about crime. You know, here we have Mr. Zindani, this great... A uh, black gentleman who's just shot down in front of his daughter, uh, football players killed. I mean, you can go on and on and on, probably 20,000 people a year. Well, what do we do? 148 policemen killed. Sure. And the president says it's unlawful to shoot policemen. We know that. We want to hear, what are you going to do to stop it? Right. And, uh, you know, the greatest political leader that ever lived is Lee Kuan Yew. And all we got to do is just copy him. Mm. When I wanted to be the best, and I wanted to be world champion, I copied the best players. Right. And Lee Kuan Yew have no guns. If you're a drug peddler and you put people on drugs, there's a death penalty within two weeks. Mm. No papers in the street. No graffiti. South Africa's becoming a graffiti ball. Now, tourists that come here don't like to see that kind of dirt in the streets and on walls. And above all, they are the greatest rainbow coalition people in the world a true rainbow coalition and the greatest economy in the world per capita and uh, it's just such an incredible leader Lee Kuan Yew nobody's ever come close to him as far as that political leader's girl now Mandela was a humane leader oh, okay I want to come back to what you said about uh, behavior and I think that's such an important thing if you think of uh, you think of football and the first thing you think of is uh, almost attacking the referee at times yes. rugby guys are great as well but you always maybe hear about a pub you never hear a story about a golfer misbehaving now I must say because we have very strict penalties you see uh, in the West today, basically, there's no more law and order. <laughs> look at America, how they shoot people all the time. Right. Look what's happening in the world. Just look about what's golfers, Gary. Yeah. Golf, golfers are just so well behaved. Yeah, but there's a reason. Yeah. And I relate it to the rest of the law and order in the world. There yeah. is no... We've just been talking about policemen being shot. Right. There's no law and order. Whereas in golf, there is law and order. If mm -hmm. I was two seconds late on the tee... Two seconds, they gave me a two-shot penalty. <laughs> I walked one yard out of the tent without signing my card, disqualified. Sure. They are so tough. Mm. And that's why Lee Kuan Yew, we come, it all comes back to discipline. I had dinner with President Eisenhower one night. Mm -hmm. And President Eisenhower said to me, I've got to make my country safe. And then people in my country will invest in ourselves and others will invest in myself. He says, I'm the greatest believer in freedom as long as we don't go over the brink of freedom into the category of lack of discipline. And that's what we've done. Mm. Let's talk about, I want to talk about the 35 years that we've been here. I've been here for many, many years. You've been here from the beginning. Mm -hmm. What is the, if there's one thing that's changed, what is that one thing? I think the big thing that I see changed is the number of international people, the mixture of all our societies, which is so great to see. Uh, this was basically built in the times of apartheid. And now it's such a joy to see people all sitting on our verandas. And I always ask Sol Kirchner, please, let the caddies come on the veranda as well. <laughs> and we started a caddy program. And John, what's exciting for me is this one guy, Zach, who came out of the bush, didn't even know what a golf ball was. He caddied for me in the British Open Seniors, and we won. And then he caddied for Louis Oosthuizen and won the regular British Open. And now Zach caddies for Brandon Grace. He's a millionaire. <laughs> From a guy that came out of the mountains here in the villages here and didn't know what a golf ball was. How did Gary Player Country Club come about? And I'm sure you've told the story a hundred times. I mean, it was, did, did the golf course happen and then Sun City? Did you and Sol work together? How did that whole story start? He asked me to come up in a helicopter, and we landed exactly where the 18th green is now. Mm -hmm. It was pure bush. Mm -hmm. 
And he stood there and said, I'm going to have Frank Sinatra, Shirley Bassey, World Championship, Boxing, Miss World, biggest golf tournament in the world. He went on and on and on. So there was a big piece of cow manure there. <laughs> I kicked it loose. And I flung it over his head. I said, in America, they call that a meadow muffin. That's what you're talking, Sol. <laughs> How wrong I was. Everything he said has materialized. And today, this is the greatest resort on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I've traveled more miles than any human being that's ever lived. I've seen them all. This, there's no comparison. You have every single thing you want, from casino to game reserve to spas to bird watching. Uh, to Crocodile Parks, you can name it. They've got it all. What a, what a place. And the service here. Mm. The people are so friendly. When I come here, they all meet me here and make you and give you so much love. And love mm. is, 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 is the essential ingredient in life. If you've got love in your heart, mm. you've got peace. And that's what our great father, Nelson Mandela, had. Love in his heart. The course, when you built it, I, I don't know how you'd see it. I don't know how you see a piece of land and mm. see a golf course. What is the first thing that goes through your mind? Well, first of all, it was all just bush. Yeah. And this was, of the 300 golf courses that I've designed, this was probably the most difficult. All rocks, pure rock, to bring in the soil, your electrical wires under the ground, your irrigation, very, very difficult. And so I got in a helicopter, and I flew very slowly over the golf course. And then we did our plans. And it takes about three months to do that, to submit your plans, and then do the course and uh, then to choose the right grass, and then to get the right people to look after it. And one of the things that uh, I've been talking about, because my brother was the world's leading conservation, mm. 40 years ago he said to me, Gary, water. Mm. Mm. We're going to run out of water. By the year 2025, the world will be short of 20% of water. Sure. Now, golf courses now, this golf course here I'm so proud of, it's all effluent water, sewerage water, basically. Mm. And this is what, there there should be no permission given to golf courses today unless they use effluent water. Because one golf course can keep 60,000 people alive. So, all these golf courses are are using cool season grass. Mm -hmm. Now, cool season grass requires twice as much water. It's coming to an end. They're going to have to change. And uh, so, we got Kikui on the fairways here, tougher grass. Mm -hmm. And, well, there are different kinds of grasses without getting complicated. Grasses that lose, use less water. Very, very important to, to actually educate our population on water, not running taps. People don't worry. They leave taps running. It's raining and irrigation systems are going in the garden. We've got to get tough because you can live without water for three days, but you, three days, but you can live without oil forever. <laughs> I know we've got an interview coming up with uh, the, uh, the, the guy who's in charge of the community and the, and, and the nature here, and he was saying two and a half million litres of water a day, but as you say, it's, it's all recycled water. So yes. It's not coming out the tap. It's, it's stuff that they've made sure to do, and, and you say every golf course should do that. Let me enlarge on that and tell you that six billion people's sewage mm-hmm. go in the ocean sure. every day. So, there will be no more fish in the ocean by the Good year point. 2050. So, unless we have a moratorium and stop people from the sewerage and all the junk being thrown into the sea. Let's talk about Gary Player. And it it's, goes back to 1943. I've got a story here where uh, your brother Ian gave you a set of dumbbells and said that you must exercise, look after yourself if you want to become a professional mm-hmm. athlete. To this day, that was 1943. To this day, you're preaching exactly the same thing. Well, here are my lady outside. has got all my gym kit now. I'm going into the gym now in this heat <laughs> at 80 years of age. Uh, did, you we'll do, did you do your walk this morning? I always do my walk, but I mean, now I go and do 1,300 sit-ups. Right. I get on the treadmill at max, and I push 300 pounds with my legs, do my push-ups. 
And uh, this is why I'm 80 years young. I beat most 30-year-olds <laughs> in a fitness contest. Right. And uh, But the big thing is you've got to be able to sleep well. Mm. You've got to be able to be happy. And uh, above all, the less you eat, the longer you live. Now, mm -hmm. this is the opposite with the people. More people are dying of obesity-related diseases than all the wars of the world put together. Mm -hmm. But in 1943, my brother, at 17, went to war. Mm. When my grandchildren reached 17, I say, that's when they went to war. And I was on my own. My mother died. Father in the mine, sister at boarding school. Came home, darking house, had to cook my own food at 8 years of age. I in my own clothes. Look after myself. That's why I became a world champion. <laughs> you think the two are related? Suffering is one of the best gifts bestowed upon anybody. Mm -hmm. You must have suffering to appreciate life. When you look back at your career, would you do anything differently? No, I would love to have worked with young people. That's why I'm so pleased with our foundation that we change the lives of thousands of people around the world mm -hmm. because it's a lot of young people that you, they've got nothing and you see the smiles on their face and gratitude, which is one of the most important words in the world, to see how it changes their lives. So I would have either been a school teacher or a person who raised funds for uh, people that are struggling in the world, having struggled myself. Right. It, it's interesting you say a school teacher from a, a, a professional golfer. You couldn't get further if you try. Exactly. But you are doing a passion right. and you must have a passion for something. I do have a passion for farming, but if I wasn't a world champion golfer, I couldn't have bought a farm. <laughs> so <laughs> the money helped. Let's talk about this year's Netbank Golf Challenge. Everybody was talking about Louis Westhazen and uh, and a couple of the South Africans. We love supporting our South Africans. So they, they, it's 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 great to see these young guys coming through, though, isn't it? It certainly is. And Jakob and Sale, yeah. uh, when I left here, he was leading. I don't know if he is right uh, now. He's two off the pace now. Two off the pace. Yeah. Who's leading now? Uh, Henrik Stenson still up front. He's a tough leader. Yeah. Uh, he knows the course as well. Yes. But, uh, you know, our South African players basically have done so well with so many of them. We've got a couple of South Africans leading the Australian PGA now. Uh, they've done so well, and it's such a thrill to see a small country like South Africa. Mm. If we could only now get our own Tiger Woods, this would just be uh, something that I'd be very happy to see before I die. But that comes back to the Soweto Country Club. If you, if you give access to more people, you yes. get more chance of finding them, right? You certainly do, and these people that attended that day with me uh, were all prepared to put in money to make the facilities really good. Talk about your farm. Are you, are you still involved with the Million Dollar Pigeon Race? Do they still come from your farm? Uh, they've stopped coming from my farm oh. now. A lot of them were shot by farmers <laughs> on the way. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not cheap either. And I want to talk a little bit more about the course. I heard you on a TV interview saying that uh, these guys are just driving too long. And I think the last time I spoke to you here, it's, it's something that's it's one of the, your passions, isn't it? These guys, these, the technology's just got too, made it too easy for them. It really has, and they're going to have to change. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of time. They're being very stubborn and not having much vision. So now what we're going to do with the improvement of the board, is to put some bunkers behind the bunkers we have now to stop them flying them. Okay. To keep the accuracy on the golf course. Right. So I'm looking forward to submitting a plan. So you're not, you're not moving the... You, is my microphone still working? You're not moving the... The, the tees back. back. Uh, a couple. A couple will move back, but not a lot of them. Mm. Okay. So, and 
the the new putting thing the, where where you can't uh, hold it against your chest, and I know some of them are almost not cheating. They they're working out ways to hold it against the arm. Is that a good mm. or a bad move? Very good move. I think for professional golf, they should stop the anchoring. Mm-hmm. But for amateur golf, let them use what they like. Okay. We need people to enjoy the game. We don't now. A lot of those people have stopped playing. Okay. Uh, we are not great leaders in golf. We've got to do things that encourage people to play, make it faster, make golf courses shorter. At the moment in America, I'm designing a 12-hole golf course. Uh-huh. On my farm, I have a 9-hole golf course, which horses still graze <laughs> and sheep still graze. But uh, I use one, well, 80% less water, mm. 80% less fertilizer, 80% less mis- machinery, etc. Yeah, less fuel as well. And, uh, yes, that's right. So people are going to go that way. And one of these days I'll have a conference and show people what's going to happen in the future. It's going back to the old course in Scotland. That's it, the way it, it is. Was, wasn't it? it is. It was natural vegetation. It is. And that's how we're going to have to go. What's next for Gary Player? Is there anything that you still want to do? Yes. I want to raise 100 million rand. Okay. I'm going to write this uh, down. 100 million. 100 million. We're at uh, 800 million rand now yeah. uh, for underprivileged people in the world. Mm-hmm. In China, we just gave them 60 million RMB. London, we just raised a lot of money for the homeless people in London. I went to meet them in the home, the DePaul home. America, we do something. And now we're going into Abu Dhabi, the sheikhs of Abu Dhabi. China is one of our big markets. And now here, of course, we this year we made took 6 million rand at the Gary Player Foundation Day. So we are raising a lot of money for underprivileged people, a lot. And uh, if as long as I live long enough and don't have an accident, we'll get to 100 million. Do you still play golf? Okay. Yes, I do. Played in four tournaments this year. Won two of them and finished second in the other two. And what's your, what, what's your, what, what are you scoring at the moment? You always play your, under your age, isn't it? My average, uh, my average score is 10 under my age. I shoot an average of 70. That's still not bad. Yeah. I hope to... I hope to break my age more than anybody else had ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Another record for Gary Players, yeah, is it? You must set goals. Mm-hmm. I've always got a goal to breed uh, world champion racehorses, to raise money for underprivileged people. I'm always setting myself goals, mm-hmm. and that's very, very important. And longevity, I'm, I'm trying to find the secret to live a long time, and I'm meeting these great people in India and the United States and everybody. And the conclusion is, you've got to exercise. Sure. You've got to be happy. Don't take too much medicine. The best medicine is God's. It's free. Laughter. Mm -hmm. Love in your heart. But the most important thing, the less you eat, the longer you live. And if you're overweight, and there are a lot of people, majority listening today, cut out dinners. Have a good breakfast. Have a good lunch. Don't worry about all these diets. Just (laughs) cut out dinner. And when you do have dinner, just have a handful of vegetables or salads. No meat, Mm. potatoes, bread, and stuff like that at night. It's not a big sacrifice. And I guarantee you will lose weight quickly. Just cut out dinner. Should we try? So the Gary Player diet. Very easy. Uh, do you have the ribs when you come to yes, the I did. Golf Challenge? I did. I had some ribs here today. I'm not a big meat eater, however, because okay. a lot of the meat's got steroids in. And so uh, I'm, I'm about a 70% vegetarian. Now, I have meat on my farm and right. chicken because it's all free-range and, and grass-fed. Mm-hmm. But now I had my ribs today, but I'm going to the gym now. <laughs> to work and I will ribs. work a hang of a lot harder than the, the yesterday's. Gary, we've got to take a quick break. Thanks very much for joining us. I think we're going to chat on a little bit more. We've just got to take a quick ad break. SAFM Sports Special with John Sherriker. Covering every win, every loss, every draw. Live at Sun City, got the honor of speaking to Mr. Gary Player in studio. Gary, you were announced as the Olympic South African men's golf team captain. I know you took that as quite an honor, didn't you? It certainly is uh, an honor that I really appreciate. 
1956, I went to the Olympic Games in Melbourne, Australia. There was a very big tournament on there, and I said to my wife, if I win it, we get married, which I did. <laughs> and then I had the honor of meeting Jesse Owens, the black athlete from America that won the 100 yards dash. And remember, Hitler would mm -hmm. not shake his hand. Mm -hmm. And I spoke to him about this, and we had a great chat about it. And a uh, very interesting man, and uh, quite an ordeal. Uh, what will you be able to what can you do I mean you've got some great athletes I've always wondered what a captain of a golf team says. You go out and play well guys well you can walk around and you can notice little things that they might be doing wrong okay. tiny little things not mm. changing much at that mm. stage but just being with them encouraging them uh, you know helping them mind wise because the mind is something that we have only scratched the surface of mm. but to walk in that stadium uh, re being right. a representative of South Africa and I have represented my country longer than any human being ever, 63 years. Sure. So it's a, a great honor for me. You mentioned the travel. Now, am I right that you have a certain bag? Because I was given a Gary Player bag, and I was very honored to play in a Vodacom Origins of Golf a long, long time ago. And you carry a very small bag when you travel, is that right? I try and carry as small a bag as possible because I'm always rushing to get connections and mm. uh, meeting my uh, the, the times that I have to. And... Um, uh, Yes, and I also try and eat very little when I'm traveling. I just have a little fruit or a little salad. Uh, time change is a tough thing. Like I just kept, before I came here, I went to America, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, China, India, Bangkok, <laughs> and here. So <laughs> that's not easy. That's over a 35-hour time change. It's just about uh, half. That's around the world, <laughs> really. If you it realize. is, and I've done that for 63 years. You, and you mentioned the golf course. That's the new thing that you're doing, and and you're hoping that that people will see that sustainable golf course. And I want to bring it up again because I think that's very important. People moan about golf courses for the water, uh, non-indigenous trees that get planted and things. Yes. So that uh, I think that's a very important thing for people to know. Absolutely, and this is one of my policies. Uh, through my brother uh, educating me for every tree we take out we plant two back Okay. and we've got to try and plant indigenous trees mm. and you've got to watch very carefully the grasses that they don't use too much water this cool season grass which uh, a lot of golf courses have got in this country you're going to have to think twice so uh, for me it's a great way of improving the environment but we must have golf courses because if you go to China you go into Beijing and you go into Shanghai, it's all pollution. You can't see 200 yards. People are coughing and getting cancer at a rapid rate. So we've got to think right now of fighting pollution, and trees is one of the best ways to do it, one of the best ways. Plus, look at our water in South Africa. We used to have high, high quality. It's deteriorating mm. rapidly. Gary, all the things you're fighting, keep on fighting. You're, you're fighting crime. We spoke about water pollution, pollution, uh, environments, people, poor. Keep on fighting that. So I think you're doing a great job. Thanks very much for chatting to us. It's John. a pleasure to speak to you. Thank again. you, John. And Appreciate you it. want to give us just a quick one name to bet on. Hendrik Stenson, Leishman, Funsale. Which one? Leishman. You're putting money on Leishman? What's his score? Uh, he's one back on 12 under at the moment. Leishman, I, get, I backed him this morning. I backed him this morning. We're sticking with Leishman, huh? How do you know? It's a big guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to chat to some gamblers later on as well. They've got no idea. All right. Gary, thanks very much for popping Okay, in. take care, John. Gary Player joining us in the outside broadcast facility here. An honor to speak to the man. A uh, reminder that you can join us on SMS as well. And uh, thank you very much for the SMSs that have come in while we've been doing the show. Uh, I see your SMS, Temba, and you give me tears in my eyes as well. Temba says, if tears in my eyes listening to Gary interviewing, seeing my country being taken over by criminals. Thanks very much for that, Temba. A reminder, our SMS number, 34701. I'll say that again, 34701. It costs you one round to go, and you can join in the conversation and uh, get involved here on SAFM Sports Special.